It's the Prentice Also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and our iPhone and Android apps. This portion of the show is brought to you by Rick's Barbecue, Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin, Jerry Potts Car Care, and Parks Auction. Welcome back to the show. We're going to be joined now by Eagle football coach Floyd Walker. Coach, thanks for joining us on this rainy morning. Boy, it was one of them mornings you wake up, oh, easy to go back to sleep. <laughs> well, no, man, it's, it's one of those mornings where you hadn't had really much sleep, you know, based off of uh, based off of last night's ball game. But appreciate you guys having us. Appreciate you guys giving Eagleville the opportunity to uh, to talk about not only our football program but our school as well. Um, tough night. Of course, you're playing a tough opponent anytime you go against Forrest. I know you always say they're just always bigger than we are, you know. <laughs> we match the intent, intensity and all that. So, and plus, you know, you knew going in it's going to be a little tougher. Your quarterback, all state guy, and defensive back, Marcus Collins is out. So, um, handcuffed right off the bat. And you're handcuffed off the bat, but I mean, the expectations are still the same. We we still expect to go in on Friday night, uh, compete at the highest level possible, and, and walk away with the W. Uh, it didn't happen for us last night, but uh, uh, I mean, you, you you tip your cap to Forrest, uh, you go back to work on Monday, and, and, you, and you look to improve for this coming Friday. Yeah, it was 14 nothing. but um, obviously your defense had to do some very good things I to keep it, you in the game. Yeah, I mean, I think our defense played lights out. Uh, uh, Forrest wins the toss, elects to receive, uh, ends up breaking first play of the game. They they hit us for a long touchdown run. It's 7 to nothing right off the bat. And uh, from then on out, it was it was just, you know, it was a punt fest, but uh, I thought I really thought our defensive kids really attacked the football, really maintained gap integrity, and uh, really tried to do uh, what they've been coached to do. You know, obviously the old saying "next man up" does apply, but when you you got a a kid like Collins who's so vital so on both sides right, of the right. ball, I mean, you you don't just rely on him to, you know, to operate your offense he's also very good defensively well he's, he's outstanding for us you know both on both sides of the ball and the thing that he does is a quarterback he calls everything and play wise and and defensively in secondary he, he makes all the checks for us uh to get everybody lined up correctly so it was it was some challenges but i tell you what we had we had several freshmen that played on the back end. Uh, Noah Lane, Nolan Lane, and Noah Lilly both started. That's two freshmen started at safety for us last night, and I thought those kids did a tremendous job. I was, I was so proud of the way that those kids just hung in there and played. Especially, you know, Noah Lilly. He played. I think he may have played pretty much every snap uh, defensively, and I would say he probably played somewhere around 90% of the snaps offensively too so for for a true freshman to to do that uh you, I mean, you you got to be proud of him and you also got to be proud of the way that his parents raised well you see we've seen that with you guys though over the years i mean you don't go out and start 12 freshmen no, but no. but you we've seen you use a lot of freshmen and there always seems to be one or two guys that um uh you can look at them and say boy 
couple of years this cat's really going to be a player and that's and that's that's the kind of thing about uh about noah i think let's see we started noah uh, as a wide receiver we started him as a defensive back i started in center uh was a freshman kid named Matthew Matthew Martin. I thought Matthew did an exceptional job. He didn't have any bad snaps, uh, and they put a big kid on his face, you know, up in his face all night long. We started uh, Marshall Span uh, as a Mike linebacker. He had to make all the defensive um, calls and checks for our, our our linebackers and defensive linemen. So uh, the future is bright. The future is bright, but. Uh, we just we we worried about this season, you know, not later later on down right. the road. Right. Well, um, you know, look, you got kids like uh, well, Brody Mclemore right. still. What's he a sophomore? Sophomore. sophomore. Seems like he's been there forever. Well, he kind of yeah. has been, you know. And um, of course, it, you know, his brother Wyatt's moved on, but uh, uh, he's a guy that uh, he's one of those guys I've heard you talk about guys that start in the youth program and yeah. all that. I mean. He's a familiar, he's a very familiar name. He is, he is, and that's and that's what we talked about last night at the end of the game. What we want to do is we want to make sure that this is a a program that every kid at Eagleville wants to be a part of, uh, not only because uh, of success of winning football games, but about the things that it teaches them later on down the road. And I thought last night was a a teachable moment for a lot of young kids. It was a teachable moment for a lot of old kids that you get you get punched early, but you continue to fight, and our kids did that last night. We're joined today again by Eagleville football coach Floyd Walker. Um, you're looking at your – you're in a new uh, region now, and um, uh, I, not many people lost last night in your region. <laughs> <laughs> We worry about that region when we get to it right now. We're going we just gonna try to worry about Eagleville. We can't we can't control right. what everybody else did. But it is there was some impressive wins out of teams in there last night and I know that's gonna be a battle, but you know, good thing you get a couple more games under your belt and get your get yourself back to full strength. Right. I know you feel like you can compete with about anybody in there. Uh, you do have Houston uh, County coming to down to town. Phil Foster told me to take it easy on uh you to take it easy on his alma mater. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey man, look, we're we're just hoping that we can get we can get everybody back healthy and then uh, and clean up some things and and put on a show for our fans on Friday night. You hear this said all the time: teams make their most improvement from week one to week two. Do you subscribe to that theory? I do. I do because. I mean, now that you've played a complete game in all three phases of it, um, kids get a feel for what it's like to play four quarters, and kids get a feel about uh, for what mistakes, uh, even the smallest mistakes, can do to you, uh, team. We've always said that you know football is probably the greatest team sport, where it takes everybody to do their job, and um, and. and you learn those things by watching the film. So we'll 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 throw this on, we'll get it corrected, and and we'll get ready for Friday night. Um, and and with you know that in mind, you have scrimmages, but scrimmages, you know, everybody's getting in and out. I know people. A lot of times you work on situational right. stuff where live games, live game. It's, there's something different about it. Is, it is. It is. It's, it's it's you know now that. Winning and losing is important. 
you know now that you know that there's a ton of people that's got their eyes on you uh, you know now that officials are going to basically do their job and and call it the way that games need to be called so there's a lot of a there's a lot more um, focus that that requires kids to, to have and and you get those things ironed out in your first game and and you hopefully it carries over to the next one I know I heard a lot of people talking about how sloppy some games were. Uh, was your game typical first game mistakes in terms of penalties and things like that? Or was it a fairly clean game? I mean, for, for us offensively, there was some there was some first game stuff, especially with the you know uh, offensively when you know when you start having delay of games uh, and you've got a thirty second clock and. And you've got an official that'll raise his hand at the ten-second deal. Um, those are some things that you know we got to get cleaned up. We got to make sure that we pay attention to those things. Um, not only as players-wise, but as coaches-wise, and those are the correctable mistakes. So we'll get those things ironed out. We, we we played clean as far as we didn't we didn't have holding, we didn't have false starts. We, you know, we didn't have a bunch of those things. Well, well you, again, uh, it was Eagleville and Forrest, uh, those two long-time rivals. It's a good game to keep on your schedule. I'm sure you had a pretty big crowd. Oh, it was it was a great atmosphere. Uh, it was going back and forth. You know, we wish we just could have been a little bit more competitive uh, on the scoreboard. They bring a few fans? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they do a good job of traveling. Our, our people do a good job of traveling. And it's a lot of interaction between uh, their fans and our fans. And, and I hope it's something that we can continue for years to come. All right. The uh, Eagles again this week against um, Houston County. I'm sure you're going to learn more about them today. Yeah, we, we got the film, man. We'll we'll start working on it, breaking it down, and, uh, and get together Sunday morning and start uh, game planning for them. Modern technology is a thing of beauty. When it, when you were middle, did you have to ever, ever have to drive somewhere and meet an opposing uh, your opponent's uh, uh, coach and exchange oh, film? Hey man, you know when I was in high school, we had a thirty was it a thirty millimeter reel to reel stuff. Then in middle, we we had that same type of film set up, and we go we'd have to travel, meet on side of the road, stand outside your car, dead of night, maybe midnight or so. And exchange film with the with Eastern Kentucky, and then travel back here and and bring it back to the office. Or after a game, coming back from Youngstown, you'd have to get off a bus, load it up in your car, drive back to Nashville, get it processed, and then come back here. So yeah, things have changed just a little bit. That makes it nicer to uh, come up with a game plan. Um, well, what improvements do you want to see from week one to week two? Uh, the biggest thing we want to see is that we want to make sure that uh, that we avoid the, the controllable mistakes. We can control um, delay of games. We want to make sure that we can we can control uh, a missed assignment. Um, those are the glaring things right now. As I sit here and talk to you about it, but if we can get those things cleaned up. I think we'll 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 have a chance to be successful. You mentioned all the freshmen you played. Um... Uh, you consider yourself a young team or you're barely seasoned relying on some youth? I think we got a grab bag of all of it. Um, I think when we get healthy, I think this is going to help us depth-wise. 
Uh, we had we didn't have a whole lot of kids that played. We had a bunch of kids that play a ton of snaps. But I think playing these young kids right now, I think it's going to help add to our depth and, and help us down the road this season. All right, Coach, as always, thanks for joining us. Good luck to the Eagles against Houston County this week. I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having us on. That's Eagle Bowl Coach Floyd Walker. Join us. We'll take a break and be right back. 